This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It's the post-game edition as the Browns fall to 2-4 and four on the season. They lose the New England Patriots 38-15. to Daryl, what do you think the outcry from fans will be on Monday morning to see Josh Dobbs play quarterback? Uh, hopefully not much because um, I don't know that Josh Dobbs is going to be much better. Fair enough, but do you think there'll be an outcry? Well, it's the best job in the world to be the backup quarterback in Cleveland. And it's, yeah, the most popular guy on the team is always the backup, right? Well, he's the right. backup right now, so. But I just, I again, I <laughs> I think the coach has, I think Stefanski needs to do a better job of putting Brissett in better spots. Um, I think he needs to use his personnel smarter and that will fix some of the problems. I, I just, yeah. I mean, jo- again, Josh Dobbs, real nice kid, big fan, like him a lot. Ain't right. Re- I just, I don't know that he's ready to be a starter. And I mean, we didn't bring this up. Where are we with Deshaun Watson right now? I mean, another lawsuit dropped this week, and he's back in the building. Was that a distraction? Not. A, I think it was a one-day distraction because we are so immune to what's going on right now on a really serious story. But it's not. It's we've been through this so many times that I don't know that it has the same impact when we hear it. it's like everyone's like, "Oh, all right, I'm not surprised he's not getting sued again." Yeah, well, it's not a distraction because he's not eligible to play. Uh, he's only hanging out in meetings, and quite frankly, he could be sued another 20 times uh, by uh, by these women in Houston. And I'm not being flippant about it. I'm being legitimately honest. Like he got right. uh, is part of this agreement and the settlement is that uh, double jeopardy does not apply. I think that that's the mm. best legal way. I think that I could put it. He's already sure. been he's already been quote unquote convicted of the the violations, right? Right. And so unless something criminal arises or something uh that takes the accusations against him to another level, I think that's a, a good way to phrase it. That I, I don't think that the league will be revisiting anything. And so it has no impact on his status. He is still on track to begin practicing on November 14th. He is still on track to be reinstated on November 28th. And he is still on track uh, to start December 4 in Houston, which means uh, by then I'm anticipating this season's over anyway, and it's not going to matter. So if you thought the season was over, would you put him back out there just to get him a couple reps? Or yeah. would you want to get him in injury just, yeah, for a guy who's yeah. rusty? Yeah, no, I, I get him in the system, get him, you know, because I I'm not on the fire Kevin Stefanski bandwagon. I do think that at the end of the season, Kevin Stefanski needs to change out a couple coordinators. 
but I, I, you know what I mean? Like, but get him in the system, get him working with Nick Chubb, get him working with uh, Najoku and, and Donovan Peoples Jones and the guys that are going to be with him next year, Mari Cooper, right? These are all guys that that he's going to be working with next year. So uh, hopefully you, you get some sort of rhythm or, you know, things going good and, and you can kind of carry that forward. Granted, we thought that's what was going to happen with the defense last year, right? Second half of the season after they got their uh, butts handed to them by the Patriots in Foxborough. Uh, they found some way to flip a switch, get their stuff together, and they play great defense for the last month and a half of the season, right? Right. And we're hoping that they're going to do that at some point now, but I just, I don't know. I, I'm a believer year to year. You wipe the slate clean. It's hard to carry over. Uh what you did last year to this, unless you're the Browns and you lose all the time, then, you know, they do a great job of carrying that over every year. But um, I, I just, I don't, based on what I'm seeing from this defense right now, Andy, I just, I have absolutely no hope, none, I, I or expectation either. Like, And there's I, no I was, way to fix it midseason. I mean, we got the trade deadline coming up in, what, 14 days here? Yeah. There's no way I, they're going to fix this. No, they don't have the draft fix, too. Miles Garrett's banged up. Uh, hurt his shoulder again, uh, the same one that he injured in the car accident. The same, uh, so that's a somewhat problematic. Let's hear from Miles on that because here, here's what he had to say about the shoulder injury. I've been dealing with it since the accident. I was trying to manage it and uh, be in the best position to, to play come Sunday. And uh, no certain, no falls, tackles, no stuff like that that's going to aggravate it or make it worse. But at the end of the day, you know, I want to win. This whole team wants to win. No, I'm, I'm always going to put them first as long as I can go out there and give my very best. I don't care you know, what's, what's ailing me, you know, how bad I'm hurting or aching. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put my, my guys first and we're going to go out there and, and uh, play our best ball. Let me translate that for people. Okay. okay. Give me the, put it through the translator. Yes. Well, because uh, I'm going to basically what he is saying is hey, the reason this my shoulders hurt is because of me. And it's my job to be out there every week and do everything I can to be ready to play uh, and be there for my teammates. So he's he's basically holding himself accountable there and by putting himself self on the field, right? He's not uh, allowing that to keep him off the field. So I, I give him credit. I mean, he broke or set the official sack record on Sunday. Right being, you know, Clay Matthews quote official, I put official in air quotes because, um, you know, the sack was, is not recognized sack statistics pre 1982 are not even recognized by the NFL. Yeah. That is kind of weird. It, it is, but you know, pro football focus went back or someone went back and you know, they, they say Clay had 75 sacks as a member of the Cleveland Browns, but the official number, what is in the record book right. is 60 is 62. Well, now that record is uh, 63 uh, and a half sacks and counting because Garrett had uh, two sacks. But that that's what he's basically saying right there, Andy, is that, you know what? I, I, I'm hurt because I got in the accident and I, I can't allow that to uh, sure. affect my teammates. In a that's on me. Way. That's on me. Right. Yeah. But what else did Miles have to say after the uh, Let's see here. I, th- I think this one is uh, somewhat relevant. Uh, because the defense sucked an egg 309. Uh, that's what they gave up to Bailey Zappi. Who the F is he? Uh, oh, Ramondre Stevenson, two touchdowns, 76 yards. That's better him- than last year, though, right? He killed us last year, so. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And it's also less than the buck 61 he had against the Lions. So actually, maybe that's a little bit of an improvement for the Browns. Uh, here's what Miles had to say for the, uh, the the defense, or in this case, whack of defense. I put it on myself for the defense not playing well. So I'm sure if you ask every man in that locker room, you know, he's going to feel like you know, there's one or two plays that he could have gotten back that could have changed the game. Jacoby feels the same. I feel the same. Special team feels the same. It's it's a you know collective effort. But individually, we all have you know, a couple that we want to give back. So we it falls on all of our shoulders. But you know, I feel like mine especially because you know, I'm I'm supposed to be the star player on defense and I have to make more plays. There you go. Hmm. I, I, and Was again, there any booing I, in the fourth quarter? Oh well, yeah. I mean, the people that were still there before they left. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's true. It was pretty empty. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. That place clears out in a hurry. Let me tell you, I give Browns fans Did you see credit. the overhead shot of everybody leaving, like heading yeah. towards the ballpark yeah. or just getting out of the stadium? It was awesome. I, I will say this. The Brown, uh, Browns fans have the fourth quarter, we suck fire drill down to a science. They know how to <laughs> empty that building in a hurry. And that's exactly what uh, happened uh, Sunday afternoon. But, but again, I – and this is why I have a lot of respect for Miles because he doesn't mince words. He holds himself accountable. He doesn't call out anybody else. He said, Hey, I'm the star player on defense. It's on me, whether I'm hurt or not, it's on me. So I kind of give him a lot of credit. And, and I think that this is important for him to say too, because I think there's some people on his side of the ball that, that not only need to hold themselves accountable, I think Joe Woods needs to hold them accountable by benching some of these guys. I think we all have to, to come come to the building tomorrow with that answer. No looking in, look in the mirror, uh, not only at yourself. Wait a minute. I, I, gotta, I thought last week was look in the mirror week. We, we, it depends on the mirror. Okay. But, uh, no, about the film, you, know, that you have to look at your position. And uh, I know your, your teammates are also in the room with you. And uh, you know, not be scared to – Tell them what it is and what isn't. You know, you have to be able to, you know, know, call a man out and not be afraid to be called out yourself. At the end of the day, you know, there's a lot of mistakes that are going on in the field that's leading to big time plays, touchdowns, first downs, and it's killing us. We're getting ourselves behind and we're taking ourselves out of all games that we we have the chance to win. So just got to be, hold ourselves accountable. This is true. I mean, no lies told, right? No, that's true. Daryl, as we wrap this thing up, uh, just uh, we're, I mean, I know it's going to be an angry Monday. Um, just <laughs> you got two games. I mean, as bad as I'm trying to find some kind of silver lining, if you can shake it off, you can be four and four. If you can pick up two huge wins against the AFC North, I have no expectations of wins over the next two weeks. Uh, they're going to be four and six, or I mean, two and six. Two and six. Yeah, they're they're not going to win the next two games because if you lose to Bailey Zappi, and you lose to Marcus Mariota, and you lose to Joe Flacco. How in the world are you going to beat Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow? They may they, those two guys may put record numbers up against this defense. That's how much this defense sucks. Like they're terrible. 
They've got good players on that side of the ball, and that's what's frustrating. They suck. They're in the wrong spots all the time. They're blowing coverages. They don't tackle. They don't play with any intensity whatsoever. Like, I don't know. Season's starting to circle the drain. Somebody might want to tell the Cleveland Browns they better get it together quickly or it don't matter when Deshaun Watson comes back or how long his suspension is because he ain't coming in here to save this thing. This is not a, hey, Deshaun Watson, see you December 4th to save our season for us. No, season's going to be long gone by the time he takes the field. And the Houston Texans right now, they're looking at a top 10 draft pick. They really are like that. It's going to be. A no, I'm not questioning. I, I think you're right. I mean, I, I'm where we were 12th going in the league uh, in the AFC going into today's play. So Daryl, that'll do it for this uh, 13th. Third, third AFC loss. Oh, right, right, right. No, I was just, yeah. I mean, I was just saying going into this I, one. So I mean, that's, that's not good. Like when you talk about the playoff picture, tiebreakers, all oh, that kind of brutal. Yeah, that nope, they're cooked. Like their their only chance, I think, right now to make the playoffs is to win the division, and that ain't happening either. Hmm. All right, he's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Yes, we still are. Right? Are you you good? You want the final word? Take it. One word. No, I I was just telling you. I'll see you next year. Right? Football season's over. Right? (laughs) No, we're back on Tuesday morning with another edition (laughs) of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. You're not getting off that easy. Come on now. Come on. All right, let's do this again on the draft. But well. They don't have a pick this year. <laughs> oh, that's going to be fun. Remember They're when that was our Super Bowl? Texans. All right. I'm, I'm, just Ray- I'm sorry I'm not a ray of sunshine right now. <laughs> it's okay. We both had to watch the game, too, and so did everybody else. We'll see what happens with the Guardians tonight because we taped this right after the game. It has been a post-game edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin for our fabulous producer, Meredith Kane. Thanks for listening. We're back on Tuesday morning. That's our next drop. And if you like what you're listening to, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. We'll talk to you soon. It's always game day in Cleveland.